In the back, behind all the important people, wannabes, and crooks, was Uncle Jack's real family. The family he chose, not the one grafted onto him by the accident of birth. Although none of them shared blood with Uncle Jack, let alone with me, I affectionately called them all uncle and aunt because they felt so much like a family to me. Uncle Hank was kind of hard to miss. He tried to hide his hugeness, but it was hard to get a baggy suit when you had a chest like a tank, and slouching only hid so much. Though he did make a useful Paul Bear, he could have lifted the casket all by himself with every mourner and the big granite paperweight on top. Instead, he winced and grimaced along with the rest. And I'm pretty sure behind those Coke bottle glasses he insisted on wearing, Uncle Hank cried when the minister reached the part about the resurrection and the life. Next to Uncle Hank was a woman with a dark veil, Auntie Clytonestra. Her regal bearing gave her away. The veil was understandable because her face was one of the most recognizable in the whole country, if not the world. Someone like her attending the funeral of someone like Jack Horner would raise too many questions she wasn't ready to answer. Uncle Lawrence stood on the other side of Auntie Clytonestra, scanning the crowd as eagerly as I was. He always knew everything that was going on around him, was on top of any situation. When the worst goes down, he's the one you want on your side. Reliable, capable, and decisive. Still, I wish that just once he would let himself relax. Professor Seth Smith stood behind them. Some people might wonder what he was doing there since they were used to seeing him on TV talking about historical events, but since Uncle Jack had given a lot of money to colleges, his presence could easily be explained away. Phoebe Penobscot held his arm, but only screw-ups like me would know who she was or that she was a social worker. Next to her was a woman I'd never seen before but could guess who she really was. When you can create illusions, it's easy to move through the world unnoticed. I wondered what all those stiff suits would do if they knew who the nameless, faceless losers really were. What would they do if they knew the losers standing behind them were really Paragon, Clytonestra, Mr. Mystery, Mr. Zip, Prism, and Morgine? They'd never know the person in the casket wasn't just little Jack Horner, but the guy who single-handedly, well, with a little help from me, I guess, saved Harbor City's ass more times than I could count. And what would happen if they knew Uncle Jack was really the Scarlet Knight and I, Bobby Baines, was his faithful sidekick, the Squire?